This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. True friend and colleague Jordan Renan joining us here. Jordan, what's going to happen with Saquon? I see the kids being greased to a potential Saquon Barkley exit at this point. I want to be a giant for life. I want to be in the lights of Michael, Eli. But the sad part of it is it's the NFL. It's business. My biggest fear with this whole thing is just what you're going to lose inside that locker room. I think we're headed to the point where they say, you go, see what you can get. If you can get that, congratulations to you. That's beyond our means. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN. I do feel like Jordan Renan is a like a in, in the truest sense of the word a friend. Yeah, he is. We'll see you tomorrow. What does that he mean? He shows up at this uh, this beautiful brunch. Well, I think it was for me he would be there. I think he and Raymond don't have that same bond. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's a friend of the show. Absolutely. He likes is. being on the show. Loves being on the show. His Provides, excuses. I mean, that's a big piece of information. Jordan is, is as dialed as anybody about the Giants, and he said for the first time he's actually at the point where he thinks the Giants are going to give him the Saquon, that is, the opportunity to explore other options. Right. Well, he just had Saquon on his podcast. Right. And, I mean, the way... I mean, I think the reason why he's at this point now is because Saquon already met with the Giants and pretty much told them, hey, listen, like, I won't be happy if you franchise me, but just let me know now. Like, let's just get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Are you or aren't you? And Saquon said he didn't get the feeling that they were. So, I mean, if that's so, what so Saquon Giants, took out of the meeting. If you're the Giants, why would you not franchise him? Unless you, you don't want to spend. Yeah, you think you get him for cheaper than the $12 million. Oh, Right. So if you think if you can get a good running back situation for $4 million, then you do that, huh? And then use the rest of the money someplace else? It's it. Listen, I know he's great. I don't think it's a horrendous idea. I really don't. You got to tell me what else they're going to do, though. Around, I mean, what else they're going to do offensively? Because your offensive line still isn't that good. I right. Mean, with Daniel Jones, and again, I, I don't know what he's going to look like when he comes back. I mean, I'm sure he's going to do whatever it takes. He's just got that kind of work ethic, so he'll be back, and he'll be he'll be healthy. There's, there's still the concerns that, you know, how long will he stay healthy? But the offense with him at, at that position, I mean, Darren Waller didn't look great. No. no. Jalen Hyatt didn't look great. So, I mean, the offense looked better with, with Tyrod. The offense looked more explosive with Tommy DeVito. So, I don't know. Like, what other weapons are you adding? If you lose Saquon, now what? You know, it's whoever you draft. Well, I, a, I would imagine. I, I don't think it's going to be we lose Saquon and then we don't have a plan in place. Like, there's going to be a plan in place. There's a there's a lot of really good free agent running backs available. No, I get that, but I mean, you already had Saquon in your building. Like, you know what Saquon means sure. to the franchise. You know what Saquon means to this team. So, if I'm just going to lose him for a couple extra million bucks and then bring in another guy who I haven't had in my building, or am I going to use one of my second round picks at, at a running back? Because listen. You're not going to get sick one. You're not going to replicate that. But I think the the quickest transition to be good, oh, maybe receiver, but is running back. Like you can take a running. Look at Brees Hall, second round pick, right? Year one, phenomenal. Got hurt. Year two, phenomenal. Like maybe the Giants' plan: we're going to let him go. We're going to sign a, a like a really good offensive guard, 
We're going we're gonna to put that in place, and then with one of our two second-round picks, we plan to take the best running back available. I mean, you might get a top two running back available in the entire draft if you take him with that 39th pick. Well, that's depending on like, if, how, how much you prioritize that position, though. Like, there are other things that this team needs, too. They need everything. Right, but I mean, I don't know if that's at the top of their priority list. But they, but they do need everything. Now, Jordan also said he thinks the Giants are very much in play for a quarterback. Right at six or moving up or whatever, that would be odd to me. If the plan is to take the quarterback, wouldn't you want that young quarterback to have Saquon as a security blanket? You would think, but you also, I mean, I think you also recognize that you don't want to pay. I mean, he's going to be 27 here in a couple days. That do you want to, I mean, now you're talking about multiple years. Do you, How much money do you want to commit to that position? You know, I, I know it's exciting and intriguing and, and thought-provoking every offseason, this offseason for the Giants and the Jets, uh, I mean, they're enormous. Yeah, I, I think for a couple different reasons. But, yeah, I mean, this is big for, like Jordan said it, and I've heard this from a couple different people, like why it took so long to get a defensive coordinator. Because, I mean, this is, who knows how long this is going to last. Like if they have a bad season, there's a real chance you say, yeah, I'll be the defensive coordinator, and then all of a sudden yeah, then you're after done. a season it's done. And then the other side of that is just how much pressure there is on the, the Jets to go for everybody to be all in to try to win right. immediately. The Giants, it's what direction do they go in, right? I mean, you could take a quarterback. You could move on from your most popular player. That's the Giants' question. The Jets' question is, I mean, you're in it to win the whole thing. What do you do to, to make that happen? Right, and I think, I, I think what – I'll speak for you. I don't know what the rest of the Giants fans feel like, but I'll, I'll just speak for you. Uh, I, get the, I get the feeling from you that the reason why you're – there's a level of confidence with Brian Dable outside of the fact that they, you know, the year one success is that you feel like he's the right guy with the young quarterback to develop that that player. Yes. So I would think after how this second season unfolded and, you know, he's no he's no dummy. He understands like the Giants fans. I mean, there was there were a lot of people that are like, is is Brian Dable a good coach? Like there was some real question. And then that story comes up about him and Wink and everything else. It's probably in their best interest, longevity-wise, to, to to try to draft the quarterback. You would think, right? It, it give it gives him a bigger leash if they take the quarterback. So to yeah, speak. because that, I mean, I, I think the reason why you believe in him is because you want to see him have the opportunity and develop to, the kid to develop the young quarterback. Yeah, right. Let's go to Bobby in Saratoga. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, huge shout out to the company and a big happy birthday to my mom, Suzanne. Oh, happy birthday, uh, Suzanne. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to uh, get in on the Giants conversation. Yet yeah, You kind of touched on it, that the the whole Saquon situation, why wouldn't you franchise him in this situation? Because then he's an asset. Regardless of whether you want to keep him, you can, you can explore trade. Or like you said, with the quarterback situation, being able to, being able to groom a new quarterback with a weapon like that on the offense. Just to me... It makes more sense to franchise and more try and explore, you know, signing him to just have those options open rather than just letting him go for nothing. Yeah, I don't understand why. Like, if there was ever any thought during this season that you were going to let him hit free agency, why you wouldn't have approached him to, to trade him, I mean, even for his own good. Like, the Giants weren't going anywhere. You know who should have made a huge play for him? The Ravens. 
Yeah, I mean, there were there were a couple teams that you could have looked at and said, I mean, he'd be an upgrade over what But there's you no way the Ravens acquire him and run the ball six times against the Chiefs. I still don't understand that game. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it, you could sit here in 30 years from now, it'll never make sense to you. No, it doesn't. But I, but even if I'm Saquon Barkley and I'm, I, I'm committed to being, hey, I want to be a giant for life, I, I, the names he mentioned, Eli, Strahan, those guys won Super Bowls. This Giants team is nowhere close to winning a Super Bowl. No. So if you're going to give me the opportunity, hey, we're not going to franchise you, we're going to let you at free agency next year. I mean, I, I got to be like, all right. Well, can you can you put me somewhere? Can you trade me somewhere? I can actually have a chance to make a run at a Super Bowl. Because I mean, who knows? Like, he's going to be 27 now. I'm sure that goes into the into the math with how much money you want to pay him. Is that at what point does it just it fall off the cliff? Fall off? Yeah, and it, and it will at some point. I mean, I mean, look at and I'm sure the Giants look at you look at like Ezekiel Elliott. Like, ooh, I fell off the cliff in a hurry. Well, I also think too when you watch it, I mean how Brian Dable wants to run his offense. Like in Buffalo, they weren't they weren't a run-first offense. Well, he wants to, to sling the ball around. Yeah, so... What, what do you think about Stephon Diggs? Do you think any chance that he winds up with the Giants? Um, I don't... I mean, do you have a... Like, Josh Allen can't handle him. Think that You think that Daniel Jones or a rookie quarterback's going to be able to handle that? Well, I think that maybe Dable could. No, I don't think the quarterback could. So, I mean, if, listen, if Brian Dable feels comfortable that he can keep him happy... You saw the impact he had with Josh Allen. I also think there's younger guys available, though, if you want to do that. Like, I was going to ask Jordan. I mean, depending on what you want to do with Evan Neal, knowing how hard it is to find, you know, established really good tackles in free agency, you decide, maybe you decide at the sixth overall pick, you take one of the tackles, and then you turn around, move Neal to guard, and then you can go out in free agency and get one of these wide receivers. Uh, listen, you have a lot of options. I think Shane is smart. I think Dable's a, a good coach, and I'm just hoping to God that they can figure this thing out because I can't deal with another season like this one. Like if you drafted, say, for example, like you take you take Joe Alt at six, and then all of a sudden you Put turn him at right and, tackle and then kneel at right guard, sign a free agent at left guard, and you have Schmitz at center. Now all of a sudden that's an offensive line. Well, that's what I'm saying. Then you sign right. T. Higgins at free agency or something. Right, right. Uh, by the way, we didn't even make mention of this. You see that there's a Friday night football game, the opening weekend of the NFL? I did see that. The Eagles. In Brazil. In Brazil. And the Eagles will be the home team for that. Yep. And I didn't even realize this. The, the season starts earlier this year. That Thursday night game is going to be the 5th of September. Yeah, you know, you just did this right before, like we're minutes away from Sim. Minutes. I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself anymore, though. I got some news, too, guys, about uh, the song Flowers. There's some questions being asked of the old uh, Miley Cyrus Flowers. Yeah. Um, she released it. So she was married to Liam. Oh, they were married? Eight months. Huh. Okay, well, eight that, months. Did, that didn't last long, huh? She released the song on, on his birthday. Released it on his birthday. That's vindictive. And apparently, okay, because I got a tweet about this, has, has references to the relationship, but also... Also has something to do with the fact that Bruno Mars' song, When I Was Your Man, was once dedicated to Miley by Liam Hensworth. So that's where there's some like, why there are people are drawing to the Bruno Mars song also. It seems mean-spirited. Uh, well, it sounds like it's mean-spirited. She has described the marriage as a bleeping disaster. Well, it, it, we're married for eight months. Eight months. I mean, of course that's how she describes it. Have you ever heard a marriage that ends in under a year? Is a, boy, that thing really really went well? Uh, he not No. Not usually, but just maybe like a, a mutual parting of the ways, not a yeah. big disaster. Yeah. Maybe we rushed into it. I tell you, that's distressing. Why is that so distressing? It, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. 
Is, is that heartbreaking? Really? It's really heartbreaking. Is it really like you, like you're going to lose sleep over the fact that that Miley and and what's not his not, did, not necessarily not necessarily My, Miley and and Thor's brother just you know like an, an eight month marriage that's what's, well, clearly what's the they point? were not they what's were not the destined to be married they shouldn't have never have gotten married. Sad marriage is not easy all the time. No, if you're willing to punt on it after eight months. You were probably never ready for it in the first place. Okay, but you're willing to punt on it after eight months, and you write an entire song, which the, the well, premise, of, anger. The, the the entire premise of the song is anger. That's rough. Well, I guess I guess from what I'm reading here is that they kind of they might have rushed into it just because of uh, apparently there was a when uh, the Malibu fires they lost their house, their home, and that kind of was like the hey. Life is fragile. Life is short. Let's let's get married. Well, that's a ridiculous reason to get married well, to someone that you shouldn't I, get married to, though. Probably why it only lasted eight months. Yeah, eight months. Can you get it annulled at eight months? Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, it, probably. Would you ever perform a wedding that you didn't feel confident in the relationship? No, you would not. So if you no. thought that RJ and Ange didn't have a real chance, and he said, "Would you marry us?" You would have said, "No, I cannot do it." So no, you would, I, you would get to the part where it says, "If anyone has a reason why these people should not be together, speak now or forever to hold their peace." You would you would be the person speaking up after your own sentence. No, I wouldn't do that. I, no, do I don't think wedding. he'd be standing up there marrying them in the first place. No, I spend time with the couple. When I'm asked, I spend time with the couple, and if I can tell it's not it's not true love, I say I'm out. How many marriages have you performed? Ah. <sighs> I don't ten, ten or twelve, maybe. So quite a bit. So statistically, it would make sense if five of those had not worked out. Where are we with with that? I'm um, less than five, I think. So, but you do have divorce in your history. Yes. Oh no, I do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you take that personally? I do. I do, do you think you should have seen the the divorce the signs better? In hindsight, probably. But I think I just got swept up in the moment. This is, these are my, some of my earlier weddings. I've learned now. I'm so you think you're a better member of the clergy now than yeah. you were when it started? Yes. Okay. Let's go to Pete in Staten Island. Hi, Pete. You're on 98.7. Good morning, man. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. How are you, Pete? Good. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to address a couple of things uh, with the Giants. Number one, you had just mentioned, well, maybe they'll take a tackle at six. Okay, let's let's talk about that a little bit. First off, <clears throat> the first two tackles that are top rated, Alt and the kid from uh, Fasano, right? right? Fasano. Mm-hmm. They're both left tackles, guys. We have an all pro left tackle. We do not need another left tackle. So then I, they, and they can take that kid. You and do put not the right tackle, you, Pete. You. It's not no, exclusive sir. that they can only not be with, tackles. No, you don't do that. You never do that. All right? At, you could do that, let's say, with a round three or a round four project. But when you're picking Correct me if I'm wrong, pick, Pete. Where did Evan Neal play at Alabama? Yeah. Alabama played uh, – he played uh, mainly at left tackle. Oh. Excuse me. He played mainly at uh, left – and then moved to right. He played one year at right, if I'm not mistaken. And look how that turned out. Well, but you think it didn't turn out because he's just not good or because they, they, he was a left tackle and they switched him I, to right? I think that it's a combination of both. I, I, I have conversations with David Deal all the time. Okay? And David has told me numerous times 
that there is a huge difference in playing left to moving to right. All right, so what, what should the Giants do? Mouth, what, 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 what should the Giants do at six overall? What do I? Okay, in, in my humble opinion, um, number one, you have a quarterback who has uh, a very bad injury history, right? Well, Pete, Pete, just tell he me what you think the Giants should do at six. Uh, if a quarterback is available, they should definitely take a quarterback. Uh, and we, so we're in agreement on that. So, so for argument's sake, the top three quarterbacks yes. go one, two, and three. What do the Giants do at six now? Um, at that point, uh, they probably would go wide receiver. And my, that's just my guess. Now, I don't think having that's said all of this, I will tell you that in free agency, there are ten guards that are available. And there are also five tackles that are available in free agency. So if you're, if you're going to build your team out, and I do think, you know, a lot of people are arguing back and forth, well, take a tackle, take a, take a, take a lineman. Yes, the line needs to be addressed, no question about it. However, if they do their homework, they'll see. You know, even though our cap, in cap space we have about $24 million, but – uh, I think they're going to uh, restructure decks and, and possibly restructure AT's contract. They're going to have money. Free Pete. up a little more money. Pete, we got to we got to run. Yeah. Thanks for the call. I thought you made some decent points. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but if you take one of these elite tackles, then you move in that direction. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. He just took the David Deal relationship and just slapped you right in the face with it. No, I I, I don't I don't mind him. I, I don't know why he had to throw that out there. In his humble opinion, hey, what's so humble? To tell you, you have no idea what you're talking about, he but said, he does. You're a dummy. And of course, you take his side. I didn't take anyone's side. No, I just no. sat there and, 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 I mean, I just sat he, back. If, if anything, he's defending you. You you felt like I was beaten in that argument? I mean, his no, whole no, point was you can't no. move a left tackle to right tackle, which is just not true. No, I just, I, I was pointing out the fact that he went right to the right to the David deal. David right deal. To your, right he to speak, your face. Speaks to him all the time. They're very close. And they should draft a quarterback and say thanks. Right, because we haven't mentioned that. Like he, nothing he said. <laughs> you was might not be able to us. draft a quarterback at right. six. Right, you might have to move up, which just gets me angry that they won some of those games. They really should. I mean, that Packers game. Like you did everything you needed to do. You drove down the field. You were in field goal range. Would it matter to me if the backup kicker missed a field goal? No. Those are those are all those are all big momentum wins that you carry into this Great. upcoming season. Patriots win. Great. So their kid Ryland misses a thirty-yard field goal. Giants could barely move the football. Whatever. You know what? RJ, take us away from it all with some sim. Now. See ya. Touchdown. Rebound score. The shit you missed. I'll be honest. I blanked out for all of it. I just want to know what David Deal thinks. (laughs) David Deal says very hard to move from left to right tackle. I greatly respect David Deal's opinion. I just, it's hard to know if that was. Well, you think, do you know that that guy was talking to David Deal? Well, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Tough to know. Tough to know. What's uh, not tough to know is the Giants have a new defensive coordinator, Shane Bowen, who spent the last six years with Tennessee. Let me tell you a little bit about Shane. Tell us. Last three years of his stint in Tennessee were under the very physically imposing Mike Vrabel's watch as defensive coordinator, and he was the defensive play caller. His defenses, if you're wondering, as play caller in those three years, ranked 12th, 23rd, and 17th in total yards. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably, but I, I, I've always probably I've always felt like the the Titans have had like a good defense, and they're a tough team to play against. So I've always I've always thought uh, uh, spunky, solid, not spectacular. Yeah, 
he gets a lot of credit. I was reading uh, does Bowen for developing Harold Landry. That's like his project, and Landry's a nice player. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks going to hire Jay Harbaugh, Jim Son, as their special teams coordinator. He was in that same role for the last five years at Michigan. So a lot of Harbaugh's infiltrating the NFL. Le'Veon Bell says he's thinking about a comeback, but but would be only interested in playing for one team. You know which one? Steelers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He turns 32 this month. I was going to say the Jets. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out too well. Turns 32. By the way, the 49ers uh, say they're not going to alter their practice schedule based on the sod that the NFL put down last week. It's like the Super Bowl snuck up on them. You're angry about this, aren't you? I think it's odd, don't you? Yes. The sod is like loose and coming up. It's not. It hasn't taken hold. It's, and, it, and, the, and the Chiefs get like you know the the, the greatest sod you've ever seen in your life. They, they're practicing at the Raiders facility. I feel like I know it sounds like like sour grapes. I call you like the Niners. This this sounds like a, a very strange thing to have been overlooked. They don't want you to win, RJ. Yeah, you know what? I'm starting to get that vibe. You don't believe that, do you? Please tell me you don't believe that they're... they're I don't, but if I lay the groundwork now, would you have more respect for me? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, if I say it on Monday, then it then it's really sour grapes. If I say it the Tuesday before, then I'm, I'm laying the groundwork. You, you know what, what would be... I, I want the Niners to win, for, for your I well-being. I question that. Yeah. I want, I, I, well, you can question all you want. I want them to win. Okay. There's something great about when you go unhinged. It, <laughs> it, oh, I mean, Rick, it never happens. I love it. To see him lose his composure, is it would be a treat. As my wife tells me, it's all bottled up, and every couple months it just... Explodes all over the place. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's just all... up with Antonio. <laughs> it's all... I, I got to keep him up all night, by the way. I was telling Angela this. I go, he can't go to sleep. Because he's that, clearly... I mean, we're in the Super Bowl. It's his first year of... His first full year of life. He's a good luck charm. No sleeping. I do have good news for you. Yeah. Ben Bourne... First year? Giants. Giants win the Super Bowl. Alex. Alex Bourne, first year, Giants win the Super Bowl. Maybe that will happen for you as well. That's what I'm going on. I got that, and and the the line to the game makes no sense, and you know I'm a big fan of that. So those are my two things. Because clearly the NFL doesn't want us to win because of Saad. I'll tell you what, though, RJ. RJ, if God forbid you had this line, and the Niners are playing Joe Burrow and the Bengals, you'd be in a real position. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Real predicament. Yeah, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. Especially if Joe came out and said they were going to win. <laughs> and there was some potential weather stuff. <laughs> what's, oh. the, what's the worst way that you could lose in your mind? Would it be like a bad call? Would it be a collapse with a big lead that gets away? What's? Uh, I think it happened four years ago. It was horrifying. That's right there. Mm-hmm. Especially going in because I thought they were going to ga- win the game. Like they this one going... They should have won that game. Yeah, I know. It ruined. It's the worst. It's It's the... The best moment turned into the worst moment. How long did that take you to get over? I'm still not over it. I respect that. And I feel like that, I, RJ. I feel like you could, you might have just des- described Dave's billboard. The best moment that could turn into the worst moment. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine if I was on a billboard too? If the Niners, if I had to pick the Niners and they lost, and then I was on a, I, I think I'd actually go missing. You'd have to really send out a search party. Keep for me living on the billboard. You know, like those people, they they like for a week they live on the billboard to win free tickets and stuff. That, yeah. Like, what is that up there? Is that a pigeon? No, that's RJ. Oh, <laughs> is that a pigeon? Well, no, because oh, pigeon. That's a very small bird. You just said it again. It didn't make it better. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? The, we don't want you on the oh. Niners bandwagon. You know what? We don't want you. You don't want me? No. Nope. You you kicking me off? You're out. You you really mean that? Yeah, you're out. We're gonna throw sod at you. All right. Is, is that a pigeon up there? 
I don't know why that was so nasty. Oh, that's so nasty, RJ. You're just not a, not a nice RJ, person. He said you don't want the, me? He, he said that the stripper called you, hey, little man, you want to laugh dance? <laughs> you know, I, I hope that person never pays you their, uh, those hundreds of dollars back, ever. I'm not counting on it. Uh, NBA's going with an all Ellie hey, little man. You want to laugh dance? You know what? Looking back, you were probably on shrooms. You are probably high as a cut. Uh, you know, yeah, I probably was. You have a problem. Hope the feds <laughs> perform. Yeah, the, the feds are knocking down strip clubs to pick up people with sh- on shrooms. That's <laughs> easy. easy. I peed my pants. <laughs> uh, NBA is going with an all LED court for the All Star Game festivities. Not the actual All Star Game that'll be played on the standard wooden court, but it's going to be a, literally a video board court they're going to play on for the three point competition, the dunk contest, things like that. Uh, this is troubling. OG Ananobi. No, he's missing. He's out again. He's expected to be out tonight against Memphis. This is five in a row. All right. Rick told me, he, don't worry, he'll be back tomorrow. I'm worried. Yeah, you should be. Uh, I'm worried. Uh, Steph Curry drops 29. Warriors overcome a slow start. They beat the Nets uh, 109-98. By the way, uh, you know who didn't play? Uh, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Shocking. Yeah. So uh, he has not played other than the, like the 18 minutes in that first game, right? No, well, he's played two games. Yeah, he's oh, played, he played two. He should game? play tonight. Oh, nice. Ky- Kyrie's back in Brooklyn tonight. Uh, they think Ben Simmons is going to play. By the way, Clay Thompson was benched. Second time in the last three games down the stretch. Too. Uh, he wasn't happy. Here's Clay. Yeah, kidding me? Still from you know one of the best players. It's hard for anybody. You know, I'll be honest with you. That doesn't sound. Can I say sound. something? Sure. You said Kyrie back in Brooklyn tonight. Yeah. If they give him a tribute video, Ooh. I will lose my mind tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I think great. that would be – this is the ultimate test. Oh, please if they give video, him a tribute please. video, they should just give everybody a tribute video. This is the ultimate test, right? <laughs> what would the highlights be? The, t- a, the time he went to the I, – I, I don't know. The time he went missing. The time he went missing and showed, up, party. and showed up at a birthday party. Uh, the, the council Zoom meeting or something. Like, Rick, I know you're very pro-video, right? Because it, it, no. it sends the right – no, no, I mean, no, no. I'm not being a jerk. Like you think that just it, you have to play the game and make guys feel. If you do it for this guy, you can't be pro that, right? No, no, that would be that'd be kind of embarrassing. Uh, by the way, text from Don LeGrand. Oh, wow, sad, wow. That, sad that the the year Dave's kids were born, they weren't even the highlight of the year. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I didn't receive that. Wow. No, you wouldn't. Uh, you no. weren't on. Well, it. You, well, you heard it now. Uh, 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 he's not wrong. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Uh, men's College Hoops, UConn still number one, Purdue two. Oh. Team Dave saw win uh, over the weekend, UNC number three. Dave, you see what Miami did last night, University of? Scored like 38 points. 38 points. They yeah. lost to Virginia 60 to 38. I turned it on with 15 minutes to go. They had 19 points. Horrifying. Uh, Alexi Lafreniere scores in overtime. Rangers come back, beat the F 2 1 at the Garden. Jonathan Quick looked great, 29 saves. Uh, Pierre Engvall scores go ahead goal, two minutes left in the third. Islanders, nice win over the Leafs, take that, Canada. Uh, not good news. I, I will bury it right in here amongst other topics and not end with it. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov of the Caps enters the player assistance program. He's going to be away for quite a while from Washington. Big win for BU. Third-ranked Boston University takes down BC. Top-ranked team in the land 4-3. BU on the Pond finals. Take on Northeastern, the defending champs. You like your odds, Rick? I do like my chances, yeah. Nice. Going after you, Northeastern. Well, I, am a beep, I am also a Beanpot champion. Thank you, you are. Very much. Banner you hangs. game in like quadruple overtime? Oh, uh, no, we lost in quadruple. Uh, that's, that. that's nice. Good job, Dave. You know, you know, I, did, I, you know, I you did not do it on purpose. He's, not. I think he said, I could be wrong, Rick, that's his worst sports memory ever. Ever. So good job. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Dodgers, uh, Dodgers trade. Uh, the Dodgers. Ca- <laughs> they trade uh, Caleb Ferguson to the Yankees, a reliever. You know who's a very, very rich man today and for the days moving forward? 
Elon Musk. No, well, he Bobby, is. Bobby, Bobby Witt, Jr. Witt Jr., 11 years, $288 million. So get this. He's 23 years old. He's guaranteed to make more than all but 15 players in baseball history. Good and, for him. And this deal has an option that could tack on three more years and add $89 million. So yeah, it could, puts it up to what, $377 million? Which would be more than uh, Lindor's deal. Basically everyone. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's a bleep you missed. Nobody died you want to bring up or anything like that? No. No? no. My self-confidence dead. Why? Died. Why are you bring up the quadruple over thing? You know that's a tough time. For no, me. but I I thought you won. I don't know. No, you I, didn't. I didn't. I I yeah I did. I thought you won a, a huge game in quadruple overtime. I hope tomorrow you have a reaction to the uh, the yolk and the eggs. Like an allergic reaction? Yes. <laughs> like my eyes swell? Right. Like hitch. I hope you get all swollen up. Uh, I, I, I guess. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what I want. So so why don't you give me egg yellows during the show so that that happens and then I can go home. That's not to my benefit for you to have egg yellows during the show. Right. So you want it to happen when we're out at a diner and then I can't speak. Yeah. Right. I want to treat you like you treated the, the Niners. I want to use you up and then I want to. RJ, I'm going to ask you one more time. Hmm. You want me or you don't want me? I got to think about it. You, you better. Because uh, I can't be thrown back and forth like a child in a divorce. I want to know where I'm landing now. You've been very mean to me and I don't like it. Very sensitive. Let, let's break. We'll come back. We'll get into the Knicks. More on the Giants. And we've got questions to answer. We'll do it next on 98.7 ESPN. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. The Niners are short favorites over the Chiefs. Whichever side you like, make sure you bet it. You can also get in on over-unders, prop bets, and everything in between. FanDuel has so many ways to end the season with a dub or two or even three. Not only can you bet on who wins, who's going to win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Rick to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Rick. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issue is not with trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I just got a nasty text message. From who? From uh, from my mom. What did your mom say? Whew. Mickey's not happy with you. <laughs> why, why, is she not, why is she not happy with me? You refer to your mother as, as Mickey Rourke, and she's not happy with me? Not happy. What, why? Uh, she said, tell, tell Dave to stop being a bleep. Oh, no. I don't like when he picks on you. <laughs> For your mother to say she doesn't like when you're picked on is one of the great statements in the history of, of anything ever. I'm just telling you. That's you're the biggest feels. bully I've ever seen. Oh, stop it. I ever. The, made, sensi- the, sentiment of, the sentiment of Rick's mom is, is not hers alone. Other people feel this way. When I, when I, when I pick on Rick, that's, that's no, Rick. No, not just on Rick. On everybody. On everybody. You, you, first of all, I do it out of love. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I do it out of love. Oh my goodness! Um, what, what what's the problem with this? A problem with what? What with, with any of this? <laughs> any I mean, of what? Uh, well, there's a lot of people that feel that way. Stop it! Uh, grow up! Stop being <laughs> such a baby! <laughs> All right, you guys act very immature. I go after you, and now now I'm the bad guy. I'm just yeah. telling you how people feel. I can't I can't change how Cheryl feels. She's upset. That's ridiculous. That that I pick on you. She she called you bleep. <laughs> she called me a bleep. <laughs> what's the what's the bleep start with? Uh, what? What's the bleep start with? Uh, a. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Ha! What a loser you are! You bleep! Really? Yeah. She went right there, huh? Right there. That's nice. Um, our friend Rich Samini has an article on ESPN.com. Have you perused this thing yet? Just came out. Uh, it just came out. Yeah, I have perused. I have perused. Um. He reached out to three personnel executives, one scout, two assistant coaches from other teams to gauge Zach Wilson's value. The consensus is Wilson could bring back a sixth or seventh round pick, perhaps a swap of middle round picks from a team willing to take a chance on him as a backup. Quote, perhaps a team out there felt stronger about him pre-draft and that could influence how they have him or value him, one personnel executive said. I do have a, a very nasty quote. You ready for this one? I think I know what quote you're talking about. Uh, talk to a handful of NFL people to get a, a feel for Wilson's trade value. One assistant coach said his arm talent will pique interest but mentioned other concerns. Another assistant said, quote, I'd give up a two-week stay at a best Western. Not a fan. Yeah, that's not that's not what you. That's want That's not very optimistic and or positive. No, no. Not but at a all. sixth or seventh. I, I, I'm being serious. Like I thought, a fourth if you're lucky, maybe a fifth, a sixth or a seventh. That's like that's nothing. No, it's nothing. But I mean, what? You, like, what have you seen outside of? I mean, little. Glimpses I've seen of his- very little. But I will tell you this. I, I figured one 
GM slash coach combination would look at him and say, you know what, we can we can figure it out. With that arm talent, which is undeniable, as good as he is at, at kind of creating time and space and he's athletic, we'll give up a fourth-round pick for him. I thought that would be realistic. Yeah, listen, I don't. Th- I think it's going to probably depend on, I mean, how many teams or coaching staffs or front offices, you know, how they felt about Zach Wilson before he was drafted and how much they put on the Jets' inability to... To um, why can't I think of the word now? Develop him. That's such an easy word. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here trying to think of what word. I'm... Yeah, like I mean, how much? So, how do people around the league look at what the Jets, how the Jets have or haven't developed him? The situation he was put in. Do they? I mean, was it too soon? All those different things, and then how how you weigh some of the other stuff? How he's handled himself in the locker room? How he's handled you know maturity stuff? You know what you're hearing about him as far as how the guys feel about him. That's a big part of it too. Is like how do the guys? How I mean, even if he's got great arm talent, if you bring him into your locker room, like, uh, can he be the leader of your team? Can he be the leader of the offense? I don't they know. Gotta so- they got to get something though. But I, I wouldn't think a. I mean, a six round pick is that, like that's what you trade a kicker for. Well, I mean, depending on how you want to. Str- I mean, is it something where it's you know a six round pick, and then depending on if he plays at all, a conditional- right? You can structure it that way where there's some incentive laden things, right? Where if he plays. A certain X number, number of, of right. percentage of the snaps or X number of games, you get more. Maybe. I don't know. Well, dude, I mean, he hasn't, outside of his arm talent, I mean, what, for what other reasons would you be desperate to trade for Zach Wilson? Well, I don't think anybody would be desperate. No, and, and listen, and the Jets clearly don't want him. So unless you think there's other teams, like unless you think there's other teams that are going to be in the, in the Zach Wilson sweepstakes, I mean, at some point the Jets are going to either – They'll have to they'll have to you know trade him have to release him or release him. I know. Uh, the, uh, you, could you say this is one of the worst picks in in NFL history? <sighs> no, I'm being serious. Uh for for the production that you got on this team, it's yeah. I mean, it was not a good pick. Like I mean, you could go. I mean, Jamarcus Russell and David Klingler and Andre Ware and yeah, you know, right, like Achilles Smith. There's certainly, but I mean, this has to be up there with those guys, right? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it didn't. It's a second overall pick. I don't think, I mean, listen, I don't think he was drafted into a great situation. I don't love how they handle him. I don't think he was ready to be given the starting job immediately. Michael Michael Ford kind of said the same thing on the way out the door, but, I mean, the results are the results. He goes somewhere and succeeds. You're angry or you're happy for him? Angry. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Did you see what Kadarius Tony said yesterday before we get into the Knicks? I did see it, yeah. Yeah. He was asked about, does he consider himself to be a uh, number one receiver? He said, yeah, if I get the ball. <laughs> He's unbelievable. He's What a disaster this it's guy is. It's unbelievable. Uh, he's not going to play on Sunday, right? I, I wouldn't think so. I mean, he didn't play in the AFC Championship game. Right. And I guess there's some discrepancy with that, right? Well, he's not injured. Well, the team says he's injured. And he let everyone on Instagram Live know that he wasn't injured. Well, can you do that? Not him. Like, if you're, don't you, isn't the whole thing with the injury report you're supposed to, like, ex- disclose what's going on? Yeah, well, if you're seeking, I mean, if, you're, if you have to get treatment. Yeah, I mean, if he's in there getting treatment because of whatever injury, I mean, he's on the injury report, you can say, you know, he's not playing because he's hurt. Good thing the Giants didn't take Micah Parsons, but they traded back to take uh, Kadarius Tony. Listen, it's your guy. 
It's your yeah. lookalike. That's my guy. I, I actually got angry at you guys this weekend, all of you. And Why? I think you should all be embarrassed of yourselves. Why? Well, this weekend was Lawrence Taylor's birthday. Oh, 65 years old, right? You told us that yesterday, yeah. Right. And, and a lot of people sent me, and I saw all over the place, like highlight packages of Lawrence Taylor. The next time any of you jack wagons mention Micah Parsons in the same breath as Lawrence Taylor, you, I mean, you should be embarrassed of yourselves. Last time I checked, it wasn't us that said it. Oh, yeah, yeah you know what? It's you guys. You guys always no. make sure to hammer home the point. No, no, I think we recognize that it, it really bothers you. So because we it, just went you, with it. it bothers me because it's a horrendous take. It wasn't our take. Well, <laughs> it wasn't our take. Yeah. It was like Seinfeld. Us. Well, you guys, you guys carried that home. Well, I mean, that's kind of what so we so do. Then, you know what? Look, you, you Remedy it right now. You say should let it bother Micah you. Parsons is not and never will be Lawrence Taylor. Say that. I will say no such thing. Yeah. See? It is his take. No, it's not his take. He's doing it on purpose to bust your chops is what's happening right now. I don't think so. Is this chop busting, if, Ray, or if, do you believe this? If No. See, if if it really didn't bother you to that extent, I probably wouldn't keep keep harping on it. But also, to that point, like... If if the gap is so wide between them, why do you let it bother you? Because it's it's disgusting. It's truly disgusting. Like Lawrence Taylor is the in my mind the greatest defensive player that we've ever seen, and Micah Parsons is really really good. They're not comparable. Okay, and, and I I'll do think though, but I do think it is. I mean, it is. It, don't act like you're surprised that this isn't happening. I mean, it happens all the time. Well, that's what we do, right? I mean, not us, but I mean, that, that's what people in this industry do. We're, we're hot take artists, so we have to say, oh, this guy's great. He's as good as the greatest player we've ever seen. It's stupid. I don't think they said as good. I think they said. Yeah, he's right there. Me. He's on the ver- Yeah, I've heard a lot of that. Reminded you of Lawrence Taylor. No, he doesn't. He reminds me of Betty Taylor. All right. So uh, back to the Zach Wilson thing for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me, there's a little question for the group, can you tell me the last top 10 quarterback that was cut by the team that drafted him? Cut. Was Josh Rosen top 10? Josh Rosen was the, yeah. Was uh, no. Was he 10? Well, top 10 would include 10. Well, that's uh, I think Josh not Rosen the answer. Got, I think Josh Rosen got traded. He wasn't yeah. cut. Um, hmm. To be cut. This is released. Cut. Wears very, bright, wears very bright suits on television. So he's a TV analyst now, huh? Matt yeah. Leinart. No, pink suits. A lot of pink suits. I think it's the same pink suit, actually, but he wears it a lot. RG3. RG3, yeah. So RG3. And but he the had other... injury. Okay, but he was released. The other first-round quarterbacks to be cut, not traded by their teams. Manziel, Paxton Lynch, and Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not an elite list to be no. alongside of, huh? No, and it's funny, too, because everyone's like, well, Trey Lance, I mean, they traded Trey Lance for a a fourth round pick. I think the argument people would make was you didn't there's still like the you haven't seen enough from Trey Lance. Right. Which maybe helps his value. You've seen a lot of Zach Wilson. I guess. I mean, but a six round pick is is it's remarkable. Well, you're talking about I mean, uh, quarterbacks that go for six, seventh round picks. You got Nick Mullins went for a conditional seventh. Jared Stidham went from New England to the Raiders for a sixth. I mean but that's what we're talking about. Jared Stidham level. Well, I mean, you're also talking about when you look statistically, I mean over the last three seasons, <laughs> after over the last three seasons with with thirty six qualified quarterbacks, Zach Wilson has the thirty fifth QBR. He's a bad quarterback, just ahead of Bryce Young. Um, so a couple things. I'm gonna need an out time. I know. Oh, it's the same time every day. You know what? I don't remember it. I tell you all the time. I don't. Why remember don't you it. remember it? I'd like an out but, time. But but you remember. And it's it, also you, floating. But it you, floats. 
No, it's never floated. It floats. It has literally never floated. Well, in my in my world, it floats. And secondly, Rick, I'm very concerned. It's because you're high on mushrooms again. <laughs> no, I Check. Are you in a are you sitting in a puddle? I haven't partaken in mushrooms in over thirty years, so leave me alone. You ever eat mushrooms? I me, mean, no, no, no. How about you, Dave? How about Twice. you, Dave? Twice, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Dave? <laughs> so excited. He couldn't get that out quickly enough. How about you, Dave? Here's why I'm concerned. Yeah. Legitimately. Being serious now. OG. This is going to be his, what, fifth straight game he's going to miss? Yeah. That, I mean, this is a real problem now. This is a real problem. Yeah, this was supposed to be, I thought this was right elbow inflammation. Right. And, you, and you'll be able to win this game tonight without him because you're not playing a good team. But Thursday? Yeah, dude. I'm listen. I'll take the L on this one. I just thought this was hey, he felt something during shoot around. It was you know first game of a back to back. Let's we can win this one without him. Let's keep him out. Oh, this is a real problem. Yeah, and and you know what? It, your your take was so awful, so awful. I was like, should I be concerned? You're like, no, no, no. Well, don't dude, worry. He'll be not, in in the lineup tomorrow night. Yeah, but it's not like we had heard anything about this till all of a sudden that shoot around where he's like he had some elbow discomfort. And by the way, is there any team that 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 is closer to the vest with telling you anything than the Knicks? Well, the other concern with him, too, though, is, I mean, it, he does have a history of... Of injury. Injury. He sure does. And he's so important to this team. Man. Oh, he's a vital cog because he can, he can spread the floor. He's a good shooter, right? He's a good slasher. Great defensively. And he's an elite defensive elite. player. Yeah. So, I, I, and, and you know what? It's not like you have someone that can replace him. If you had said you had 80% of OG, fine. But when you don't have him, now you're talking about guys that... Probably shouldn't be playing that many minutes. Playing a lot of minutes, it's it's a real worry. Well, not to mention the fact that you—I mean—you lost. You don't have two of your best three players right now. Right. You don't have Robinson. You don't have Randall. Grimes is is going to be out again tonight. And OG. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, you're trying to figure out what you want to do with the deadline on Thursday. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, they certainly have to, at a minimum, have to add uh, some depth. All right, uh, Raymond. Three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. All right, rare three stars where I'm not going to play any sound. I just want to officially open up the bidding because we talked about this before. An experience, you know, we've kind of had these these things going on at the station. The We think that people would bid a healthy amount of money to hang out with Rick DiPietro, our Definitely. Rick DiPietro. We think people would, would spend a lesser amount of money to hang out with our Dave Rothenberg unless they were able to hang out with Dave Rothenberg while watching a Giants game. I say we make this happen. Full game? Would I have to go full game? Of course. Oh, I don't want to do that. What do you mean? It's for charity. You have to go full game. Yeah, you got to kick him out at halftime? Let's, let's make it happen. Number two. Another Dave point. Uh, listen, it's, it's hammered home now. Dave's kids were born in Super Bowl years for the Giants, and the fact that you've had no children since is kind of – Don's got a good point. Like, you know, you, you, those are bigger highlights for you than your kids being born. What does that say about you? Uh, it says a lot, but I, I don't think they're bigger. I think they're all enormous life moments. You should put it to the test again. Yeah, do it for the Giants, Dave. Do it for the Giants. Do it for the Giants. Number one. Rick DiPietro, I thank you for dropping all the pretense and, and making the effort to come it's to amazing. brunch tomorrow. I'm so proud for it's you. I'm, I'm happy for you, and I'm, hap- and I'm happy to see you. I, I really am ecstatic that you'll be there. We're pathetic. He has set the bar so low underdog story. that his appearance in what he should be doing every day of the week has you giving him the number one star. I'm sickened by this. Not every day of the week. What are you sickened. talking about? Sickened. It's Rule 76. I'd like to thank everybody. No excuses for like a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. He's not Lawrence Taylor. He'll never be Lawrence Taylor. And to that I say...
Carpe Omnia. Uh, 98.7 ESPN. Brian and Huntington. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.